Have you wondered about living elsewhere in your retirement? Well, we have almost daily. No, it's not a simple decision, especially when two people are involved. Hi, this is Gil and Jean of Retire There, a podcast about retirement destinations. We live in Brooklyn, New York, having grown up and worked in this area of the country. We're hoping to relocate when we're both retired. For us, it's the weather, the chaos, the noise, and the yearning to be near nature and not within three feet of human beings. (laughs) That's right. In February 2020, we embarked on our journey to find that special place. We spent a week in Winter Park, Florida, which is beautiful, but something said it wasn't for us. As we were planning for the next trip, the pandemic arrived. Jean then gave birth. I gave birth? To this podcast. With so many baby boomers retiring, many must be relocating. Why not connect with and learn from them? Here's a little background about us. I'm Asian, born in Brazil, and grew up in Flatbush, Brooklyn. I'm an engineer turned attorney turned podcaster. I recently retired from a university career practicing higher education law. I love the academic environment, but it was time to do something else. I no longer have to set an alarm, drive in BQE traffic, or work with people who don't always share the same principles. Oh, did I just say that? (laughs) You bet I did. I traded all that in to binge crime dramas into the wee hours just a little bit to develop the podcast, to volunteer, practice metalsmithing, tackle our possessions. No regrets so far, Jane. I'm not Asian, and as Gil mentioned, I'm not retired. I'm just plain tired. Born and raised in Long Island, New York, a place I always wanted to leave. I'm a law librarian working in a court who loves his job, but we're retired by the time we select our ideal location. We will be speaking to folks from across the street to across the globe who have moved to their dream venues and more. So please stay tuned. And remember, if you know anyone who has moved anywhere for retirement, let us know. Thank you. Hi, everyone. Today, we chat with Sarah Vogel, who retired to Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, the city of brotherly love, the cheesesteak capital, and Rocky. All right, let me stop. There's much more. Philadelphia is a city of distinct but connected neighborhoods, over 100 in total. The city boasts over 300 neighborhood parks, 166 miles of trails, 40 historic sites, 60 community gardens, farms, and orchards, courts, and playgrounds. Wow, I never knew all this. Each time I've been to Philly, it's been for a short time, whether it be for a conference or business meeting. Gene, we have to go. I ran the the marathon there. I remember you were shopping the whole time. (laughs) Well, (laughs) Philly also has some good shopping. All yes, right, we do. Yeah. And I probably should have gone to the parks, but you know what? It was just too much. And I was overwhelmed. So I went to Macy's. <laughs> yes, she did. Okay. So here's a little background about our guest. Sarah was born in Washington, D.C. and grew up in central and northern New Jersey, except for several years as a teenager living in Europe where her dad had an assignment. That must have been nice. She attended St. Joseph's University in Philadelphia, which played a big part in her moving back to Philadelphia. She was in the first class of women to enter the school. She also took graduate-level classes after graduation near home. She worked in banking for 38 years and retired in 2007, but returned to work about a year later, then retired again for good in 2012. Hmm. We'll have to ask Sarah about that. Her interests include spending time with her grandchildren, traveling, reading, flea markets, cooking, 
and getting together with friends and family. So Sarah, welcome to Retire There. We have been looking forward to this episode because Philly is on our list. Pennsylvania is one of only two states and the only state on the East Coast that considers pension income completely tax exempt. And that's good for us, Gene, you and your pension. Also, Social Security benefits and distributions from IRAs and 401k plans are exempt from income tax. Wow, this is all so appealing. So, Sarah, you're going to talk to us about your decision to move from New Jersey to Philly. But first, I'm reminded that you were introduced to me through the Rhodes Scholar program. I'm curious because I was very interested in looking into that. Can you tell us how you became associated with Rhodes Scholar? And that's spelled how? R-O-A-D Scholar. (laughs) Not (laughs) R-H-O-D. Right, right. A completely different program. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, So thanks very much for inviting me to speak with you both about retirement and and just to mention a little bit about Road Scholar, because I think actually Road Scholar probably played the biggest part in my retirement. Road Scholar is a, a an educational travel organization for adults. Uh, generally speaking, you are forty or older uh, to do a Road Scholar trip. It's not usually going to be a trip that has little kids tagging along or teenagers, except for there are some intergenerational trips that they have. So Mm. if you do have grandchildren and maybe you want to take them to Amsterdam, uh, we have intergenerational trips that uh, where you can take the kids. Road Scholar has over 1500 programs in 150 countries, including the United States. And they're all different activity levels. Uh, For example, I like active trips. So um, I've done several bicycling trips. I bicycled in Acadia National Park, as well as kayaking there. That was a a multi-sport trip, climbing, uh, Cadillac Mountain. I've done bicycling in a lot of different places. And I've also gone overseas with Road Scholar because they really, they choose guides who are local, who really know the area. And you get to do things that you didn't even know existed. When I went to China with them uh, for three weeks, five years ago, my niece was getting married in China and I very much wanted to be at her wedding, but I also wanted to see China because I figured I'm probably not going to go <laughs> yeah. that often. Right. So I found a Road Scholar trip that was like iconic visits to China that was for three weeks before the wedding. I did the uh, the trip and I was I was just blown away by the things that I learned and the people that I met. We ate in somebody's house and we talked to someone about wow. uh, about the building of the the dam, the Three Rivers Dam and the displacement of people and it was just fascinating. As I said, these are things that had I gone on any other tour or gone myself if that were possible, like I never would have known to ask these things. So with Road Scholar, you really learn whether you want to or not more about the area <laughs> that you're going to. And as a matter of fact, when I was getting ready to retire, I had three trips planned, one in April, one in May, and one in June Wow! Um, before I retired. And I wasn't planning on retiring, but I took my first trip in April for a week and it was great. I loved it. And I came back I had another trip the next month and my boss said something to me about, you know, you, ha- you haven't really kept up with your numbers here, you know? And I said, <laughs> I said, you know what? I worked for the company for 38 years. 
this is my my vacation time. Yeah. I'm taking my vacation. Oh, that's such <laughs> a bank, right? That's such financial yeah, situation. Yeah, no, absolutely. I know. I, I worked for one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, the, the next month, it was the same thing again. You know, I was ready to take my vacation and they didn't really want me to go on my vacation. And these were road scholar <gasps> trips. Like I was not giving this up for anything. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Oh my and God. so they told me that I may not have a job when I came back. And I said, then I'll see you. Wow. <laughs> Is that what happened? Oh, my yeah, God. Really. I love it. Really. You worked there for oh. 38 years? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, you know, you come to a, a certain point in your life when your priorities um, have to be taking care of yourself. Now, if you've planned correctly, you can do that, you know, and everybody can't just say goodbye to a job. And I yeah. understand. Yeah, right. that. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it happened to me. I left at one point. And I had to go back to work. I really wasn't ready uh, financially to retire, oh. but I came back and I worked for a while. Did you go back and to the th- same employer? I did. <laughs> I went back to the same employer. Wow. I, I, but that was the the vacation thing was the second time around. You know, the first time uh. it was more it was more planned, uh, and, and there were some other issues that came up as well. But I was ready to retire. But I was only fifty five the first time around. Nice, nice. Uh. So mm-hmm. when I came back, it wasn't it wasn't such a big deal. It's like okay, I'm fifty six. Like I can work. <laughs> I can go back to work. It's okay. You know, like most people are working right now. Right. You know? right. So, but when you it, when you left at fifty five, then you had to go on Cobra, right? Because you yes. would have to need yeah, and that's that yeah. can be costly. Yeah. Yes, it could be. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, and it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. And I just wasn't I really wasn't financially prepared to right. retire. Right. 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 No. But, but I'll tell you, when I went back to work, I got ready to retire. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh, nice. you had a taste. Right. And also they must have been so appreciative that they got you back. <laughs> yeah, it was it was very it was a really interesting situation. So I'm yeah. I'm I'm glad that I went back in a lot of ways because previously I'd worked in New Jersey and when I went back even though I was living in Philadelphia, you know, I I thought of going to New Jersey, but I said no, I'm living in Philadelphia now. So I went back to work in Philadelphia instead of oh. uh, back in New Jersey. So okay. I okay. really got a taste of several of the neighborhoods that really are what makes Philadelphia a great place to live. It was enlightening and it was so much fun to just be with these people and their dreams and the things that they wanted to do and the way that they were living. I really enjoyed it because I love working with people. So mm-hmm. I enjoyed mm-hmm. it. I just wanted to wrap up. So Road Scholar is an organization that provides tours and to a, a certain group, like you said, 40 on up, Right. And yes. is, is it a nonprofit organization? It is or? a nonprofit, 501c3. Okay. And as I said, there's over 1,500 programs in 150 countries. Okay. With all different activity levels from mm-hmm. riding on the bus, mm-hmm. you know. They arrange the tours, but you have to pay uh, a certain yes. amount, right? Is it? Oh, a, yes, yes, okay. yes. And it's all inclusive, too. Oh, okay. So Good. when you go on a Road Scholar trip, everything is paid for, including any tips or anything like that. Meals are all included. Generally speaking, there may be, you know, a couple of meals maybe that are not included. Like when we went to China, I think there were maybe two or three meals that were not included over three weeks. So generally, mm -hmm. generally speaking, every everything is included. You can see what the cost of the trips are online. And that's pretty much it. But they do actually, Road Scholar does offer scholarships for domestic trips up to $1,000, I think it is. I may be wrong on that amount for caregivers, for people who Ah, need relief. There is a scholarship program. 
Okay. All right. Yeah. So let's move to Philly. We know that you went to college I did. there. I moved right. to Philly. <laughs> you beat me on that one. I know. <laughs> we know that you're familiar with Philly from having gone to college there, but it was some time ago when you decided to retire, retire. Did you consider other places or what was the draw to Pennsylvania? And then what was the draw to that particular city? Well, the biggest draw, I have to say, is something that you covered already, that retirement income is not taxed in Pennsylvania. And that was a big consideration. Uh, In my case, I calculated that at that time, just from retirement income, I would save about $7,000 a year in taxes. Nice. And I can't remember if that included the real estate taxes as well. Mm-hmm. For example, where I was living in New Jersey, I lived in uh, Middlesex County, but Plainsboro, which is right outside of Princeton. My taxes had gone from 4500 a year in a townhouse to 8500 a year in one year. What? Wow, in a townhouse. Luckily, luckily for me, that year my son graduated from high school, so I didn't have to live in the town anymore and pay those taxes. Mm-hmm. I could move. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I love New Jersey, and I think it's a great state for, especially for education. You know, I, I realized that I didn't really have to be paying taxes like that anymore. So I moved to another part of New Jersey. I actually moved to Trenton, New Jersey, which oh. is where I worked mm-hmm. at the time. And even there, the real estate taxes on a small home were about 4500 a year. Where I live now in Philadelphia, just inside Philadelphia County, and Philadelphia is a county as well as the city, just inside Philadelphia County in my two bedroom, two bath condo, my taxes are about 1500 a year. Wow. Nice. Yeah. That made a big difference to me. No state income tax Mm -hmm. on retirement income. Federal, of course, still exists, but but not state. Mm -hmm. Sometimes the um, sales tax can make up for it, depending because of the city the um, sales tax is about 8% in the city of Philadelphia. Also, there is a wage tax. Yeah. So if you if you work, the sales tax is, I think uh, for a resident, it's 3.1 something percent yes. in mm-hmm. Philadelphia. You know, but I wasn't planning on working a whole lot. So, right, right. But so it wasn't a big issue. Yeah. And also we, the, the biggest and also um, it was really important to me to stay near to where I had lived before because I lived in central New Jersey most of my life. My whole supportive community was there, my friends, family. Oh, some of my family. Uh, actually, some of them I wanted to get away from. But, <laughs> but, but the ones, the people I wanted to stay near anyway, were close by. So I'm just about 22, 25 minutes away from oh, where I used to live. And I don't Financially, it makes a big difference. Yeah. But So you say this, this Philadelphia city in Philadelphia County. Are you in the city? Yes. Nice. Okay. And what part of the city? Which is, is the same. Which is the same thing as being in the county because oh, okay. it's all the same thing. And what part of the city are you in? I'm in an area called East Torresdale. T O R R E S D A L E. It's right along the Delaware River. Okay. In the northeast. Some people say the northeast, but that's not really accurate. Mm-hmm. How far are you to the airport? Well, to the airport on a good day, it's about 45 minutes driving. Now. For me, I'm over 65 and Philadelphia has free, that's in capital letters, free (laughs) transportation, public transportation for people who are 65 and older. Oh, I didn't know My development has a a shuttle bus that goes to the train station, which is three quarters of a mile from my door. So I can walk there too. I don't Mm -hmm. have to take the Mm -hmm. shuttle, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. if I have a suitcase, 
I take the shuttle sure. usually mm-hmm. and I can get on the train into center city and then on to the airport for free. Oh, nice. Uh, and the train goes right to the airport. Yes, it does. Okay. Yes. So this is now the I have to change. I have to change trains, but that's okay. Yeah, that's okay. Still short. Or I could get on the bus that's right outside my uh, development mm-hmm. and I could take that to a transportation center or mm-hmm. whatever and get there that way for free. Okay. So this is Philadelphia International Airport we're yes. talking about, right? Okay. Yes. I just want to make sure. Yeah, there is another airport actually that's right near me, the Northeast Airport, but that's really for uh, charters. Okay. And yeah, we and there's also a Trenton Airport, I think. That's yes, not Trenton too far. Mercer. I think they have just one carrier right mm. now. You know, their uh, parking charges are less than they would be at the International Airport. And mostly I think their flights go to Florida right mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that there is, you can change planes. I, I'm not positive. I haven't looked at sure. their flight schedule sure. for a while, sure. but I've sure. taken, I've taken flights out of Trenton Mercer many times. Yeah. Cause I've heard oh, about wow. uh, friends have taken it from there. Mm-hmm. Okay. And, yeah. and how far are you from center city? From center city, from my door, about 10 miles. Oh, that's close. Oh, it yeah. is close. Now, if you're, if you're going to go, if you're working and you're going to leave home at seven in the morning, it'll take you an hour to get there wow. on 95 because a lot of people are actually, it may not even be that bad these days with the pandemic because a lot of traffic has you know dissipated and there are a lot of people who are working from home. But when I was working, so now we're talking just about 10 years ago at this point, it would take me just about an hour at rush hour to get into the city, much easier to just take the train. And if you take the train, it's not even 25 minutes. Oh, nice. Wow. Nice. Right. And that's what I do if I'm going like to the theater. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just get on the train. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't have to pay for parking. It's a right. lot easier. So do you also have a car? Do you need a car? Oh, yeah. I have a car. There are many people in my development who don't have a car. Okay. okay. Because like I said, there's a bus right outside the door. The train is three quarters of a mile away with this development, as well as there are several other developments on this road here. And they all have shuttle buses to the train. Mine has a shuttle bus also to like the local malls and to the local grocery stores. Oh, convenient. When I, I had shoulder surgery a couple of years ago and uh-huh. I couldn't drive for a while. And uh, so I, I took the shuttle to the grocery store and the driver helped me with my bags, you know, when I came back. Oh, how uh-huh. nice. So you mentioned development. Is it a 55 plus community? No, no. Okay. No, it's not. So tell us about how did you find this development and what are the average costs? Uh, So I, I had a realtor and I also had a friend who knew a lot about the area and she recommended this particular development. Mm -hmm. We looked in a, in a lot of the areas in say uh, around, around here, but Along the river here, there are several different gated communities, and this happens to be a gated community. Hmm. I wasn't necessarily looking for that. I just wanted something that was easy. I'd lived in communities like this before. As I I said, when I was in Plainsboro, I lived in a townhouse, and I like the idea of living in community with others. It feels very safe to me. My neighbors here, uh, generally speaking, they're great folks, uh, have been really helpful. I help them. They help me. You know, we're we're really, we're neighbors in every sense of the word. Philadelphia has so many neighborhoods, as, as you talked about at the beginning. There are a lot of different flavors of the town, and you can pick something that is anything that is to your taste. 
it was important to me to have a, the city nearby because the cultural and business and social aspects of having a city and the educational opportunities, that makes for a really lively, stimulating environment. And that's really what, what I needed. And at the same time, where I live, even though it's part of the city, it's very suburban. You know, there are a lot of single family homes here, too. Uh-huh. You know, there are some developments. There are what we call row homes that people might, mm-hmm. you know, refer to instead of as townhomes. Yeah. You know? yeah but in yeah. Philadelphia, they're row homes, you know, <laughs> a lot. Of, right. But there are duplexes. I mean, there are all different types of yeah. housing. Yeah, yeah. So here in my development, these units now, two bedrooms, two baths, are going for around 225. Oh, wow. Really? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, which is pretty reasonable. Now there is a real estate transfer tax in Philadelphia. So, Uh and and I can't tell you what percentage that is, but that is a part of a sale, but it's really reasonable. Um, And and there's a lot of, there are a lot of facilities. For example, in my place, we have two swimming pools. We have a clubhouse that has a recreation center in it, a small gym, large, they call it a card room, you know, where People yeah. come and mm-hmm. do different activities that are arranged. Um, mm-hmm. Every week there are activities there. You can also rent it if you wanted to have a party. I go to chair yoga there. There's a regular yoga class too, but I like the chair yoga. I and, like that too. Yeah. I and, like that too. <laughs> and there's a, a lot of great like walking paths. We're we're actually right on the we're right on the path for what will be the north-south greenway one of these days. I love to bicycle. And the greenway is path going from uh, Maine to Florida that you can bicycle. This is right on the path. So one of these days I'll be able to get on my bike and ride to Maine or to Florida. Wow. wow. That's <laughs> so nice. Cool. And, yeah. and, and there are a lot of pieces of that right now here. Mm-hmm. There's also there, there are, well, there's just, there's a lot of that around here. There's, there's another part of the Delaware and Raritan Canal that is 63 miles, starting about 13 miles away from here. And I can easily ride to that and then get on that trail. Wow. Uh, there's you. another one in Philadelphia that starts at the Art Museum and will go about 135 miles when it's finished. Wow. Um, there's an extensive trail uh, for biking and hiking mm-hmm. that's available. Okay. And, okay. and what are your HOA fees? Oh, yeah. Well, here... Yeah, my HOA fees for this size is three fifty five a month. So some of them are, I think, three oh five, and I don't think anybody pays more than I do. There are no other that are larger than this. You can get some condos that are a little smaller, or just one bathroom as opposed to two bathrooms. Mm-hmm. There's also a storage space that I have oh. that was really important for me when I moved in because I needed some place to put my bicycle and my kayak. Ooh, and you have a kayak? <laughs> I, I don't I anymore, it. but I did. Mm-hmm. But I did. And the storage space fit my kayak. So oh, wow. I yeah. was happy about that. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, and you said it's a two-bedroom, two-bath? Yeah. And do you have any outdoor space? I have a balcony. Oh, oh great. See? And of course, because it's a condo community, I own all of the outdoor space, too. Oh. As a part of the development. Right. Oh, it's a condo, not a co-op. Great. Yes. Okay. Yeah, yes. Better. Yeah. See, Jean was saying... Gil, if you can find an affordable place in Philly, we will move there. And we'll be able to buy another house somewhere else. Come and right. see. Yeah. Come and yeah. see. Come and see me. <laughs> I'm, I'm tempted. And I said to him, you know, because people come say to see. us, 
how do you afford to live where you are? No, first of all, we bought this place. We're in a three bedroom with an office. Um, little, little house in Brooklyn. It's, it's a yeah. little house, but it's got three floors and we have a and garage. And how long have you been there? How long have you been 20 there? years. I so, told you my daughter used to live in Brooklyn. She lived in Greenpoint for a while. Yes. Oh, yes. Wow. I mean, so when we bought it, you know, we have a mortgage and we still have a mortgage. But the point is that you can, if you find, if you look, I mean, if you look, you can find places. Yeah. And it sounds to me that if we start looking around at some of these areas, because I want to be close to the airport. Yes, there's traffic. But so long as I know that we can get to an airport within 30 to 45 minutes, then it's good. And well, Philly's good for you, Gil, because you want to be near a Chinatown, right? Yeah, I want to be near a Chinatown. <laughs> and yeah, so so Sarah, talk to us about the, you mentioned diversity the other day. and Absolutely. That's one of the most important parts of my decision for staying in, I'll say this part of the Northeast. And it's not even Northeast, you know, it's kind of like New York to Baltimore, maybe, you know, like, <laughs> like, like that's about it. Because to me, well, to me, the cultural diversity is really is really important. Yeah. 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 I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I raised my children in a place where their school district was 30 percent South Asian and wow. and their best friends were people from all over the world and all different cultures. That was so important to me. When I grew up for a couple of years, I lived overseas. I lived in Europe because of an assignment my dad was on. And so I know that my perspective of being outside the U.S. It gave me a, a whole different point of view that people in the U.S. just don't normally have. It's not better. It's not worse. It's just different. And having that open-mindedness to understand that there are other ways that things can be done. You know, we can think outside the box. And you don't get that if you just are in this with the same group all the time. Yep. You know, you have to be able to be open-minded. And even if it means trying a durian or having, you know, lychee nuts instead of just ice cream for dinner or or having Mongolian uh, barbecue or I mean, yeah, just like yeah. even if it's food. Right. To me, it's really important to be able to experience other things in other ways. I said, I've said to people, I, everybody's not like this, obviously, you know, but for me, it's really important. One of my neighbors, I can't remember what she told me. She never ate, she never made something. I said, you just put it in the oven and you're like, maybe it was leg of lamb or something. And she said, she never made it. And I said, you never made leg of lamb and you love lamb. Like you just put it in the oven and, it on the oven and that's it. It's all you do. You know, it's not really hard, but right. people are funny like that. I have people at work who say, we were going to lunch. Oh, let's go Indian this. Indian. I'm not mm-hmm. going to have in. It's not. It's like Indian so far to them. I know. I know. It, it, and when it, you really look at Indian, it's them. it's not that much different than a lot of food no, we eat. No. Here in well, you know, in in the UK, right? Like curry is. Oh, they're they're right. great is in the. The number country. one is like the number one dish. Yeah. Now yeah. In they the love UK, it. and has been for years. That's because yeah. they had terrible food before, and the only good food was Indian. You're absolutely <laughs> right. They don't <laughs> even know how to make toast. <laughs> I love no, it's brutal. Yeah. I love India. Yeah. Thai, yeah. India. Yeah. And I got to tell you, we have, as a matter of fact, last year, it was either last year or 19 because the pandemic, I can't yeah. even, I don't even know if thing was done last year, but like the number one new restaurant in the country was a Thai restaurant in Philadelphia. No. Yeah. Oh, wow. yeah. 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 And the Thai restaurant now has a Thai market that's uh, like next door to it. And they're opening another restaurant as well. They're wonderful. Yeah. Plus the cider works. There's like 
13, I like cider. There's like 13 different cider works oh my God. in wow. Philadelphia. Like wow. just cider. I mean, I love cider we, too. We recently had a slushy sl- cider. That was delicious, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, that was really good. That was really good. Another form of it. But you know, it's, it's like you said, I do want to be near a Chinatown only because when I was younger, I didn't watch my mom cook. And as a result, I didn't really learn and appreciate, you know, all that she did. Your fault. Uh, Yeah. Well, one (laughs) of the things she said to me was, you better come and watch me cook because one day you're going to have to cook for your husband. (laughs) And you know what? I was like, what? I have to learn to cook to for a man? I said, no, 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 no. So that turned me off. And then if she had said, one day you're going to have to cook for yourself and you're going to appreciate and miss these meals. Then you would have done it. Right. Right. But, you know, she put it in my head because that's what she did. And I was like, right. you know, and, and growing up in that time period, I was like, what? No, 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 no. You know, the woman liver that, that I am. Right. So I never quite. But now I am finding myself going to these places in Brooklyn and Manhattan to pick up certain ingredients and looking sure. at recipes, you know, so sure. it would be nice. And just to have that cultural little part, you know, my heritage, it, it would be nice to develop that further. Now I have the time, you know, when you're retired, you have the time to explore all these things. And it yeah. doesn't have to be doesn't have to be a trek. Right. You know, right. to right. go to Chinatown. You right. know, it's easy. Right. Yeah. It's really, yeah. It, it's really easy. I know I go not frequently, but one of my friends is always saying, OK, it's time we have to go get a duck, you know, <laughs> $22, we get a cooked flat duck. Yeah. You yeah, know? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's so funny. I got a duck recently, it was 22 See, the, prices, course, are, the, the price. prices are that's similar. The price. <laughs> but, but if I go down to the grocery store, there's a grocery store that's, I'm going to say it's maybe two miles away, maybe uh, my net cost uh, market. So there, at, there's maybe five of them in this area, but the one that I go to, they have their announcements in English. Now, if I go to the one that's over in the Bustleton area, that one, their announcements on the PA system, their announcements are in Russian. And I can get almost any kind of produce. They have a whole deli counter of different kinds of smoked fish. Mm-hmm. You know, I, mean, I just found... Uh, they're starting to carry uh, goat's milk butter, which I use because I don't use cow's milk. Mm. So they have they have goat's milk butter. They have goat's milk that I can get. Goats wow. and sheep's milk cheeses. I mean, it's wonderful. It's, it's wonderful. funny you mention that because I think about two miles from us, there's a net cost, and they uh-huh. and it's a Russian market. Mm-hmm. Um, the signs are in Russian. And yeah, so it, it's wonderful, isn't it, to be in a place where you can just like turn around and go get Israeli, turn around and get Thai and get yeah. anything you want. That's right. Get, yeah. And if there's something that you haven't tried before, I'm trying to remember what I got there that I hadn't tried before. And I said, well, I'll just try it. Why not? Like, yeah, it's not going to yeah. hurt me. I mean, yeah, just spit it out. Store, it's probably not. <laughs> It's probably not going to kill me. Right. You know, right. I, all right. Here, so here's a key question for me. Can you walk to a coffee shop from where you live? From where I live. Now, there's two kinds of people in Philadelphia. <laughs> there's the Wawa people and there's wow, the Dunkin' Donuts people. <laughs> I love both. Yeah. Now, some people say that there's two kinds of people, the Wawa people and the Sheets people. But Sheets, S-H-E-E-T-Z. Is, is a convenience store that's mostly in Western Pennsylvania. Anybody from like Harrisburg West, they're Sheets people. <laughs> Anybody who's Harrisburg East, they're Wawa people. But then, like I said, there's 
there are the Wawa people here, and then there are the Dunkin' Donuts people. So okay. there's a Wawa and a Dunkin' Donuts right across the street from me. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> okay, cool. Now, there's there's what? a Starbucks that's about a mile, uh, maybe a mile and a half away. I don't need okay. Starbucks. Okay. And are you, what, are you, what are you, Dunkin' Donuts or Wawa? Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> All right. Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin All right. Especially Dunkin' Donuts Dunkin'. Has, has unsweetened almond and uh, coconut milk mm-hmm. and, and oat milk. And Wawa doesn't make lattes, decaf lattes. Yes, I that's what have I a, have. Oh, my God. I have to so have a like. decaf I have to have a decaf latte. <laughs> now, and I'll tell you, there's there's another area. So not this area, but two, maybe two or three neighborhoods south of here, Port Richmond, which is a really interesting older neighborhood. And I remember I, I used to be a part owner of a an apartment building there, a small apartment building, only five units. After we bought it, there a coffee shop moved in. And I told the other owners, I said, this this proves to you what I said about this area that it's mm. that it's going up because a coffee mm-hmm. shop moved in. Yeah. And yes. where did I I read something about if you have a Starbucks within a mile, real estate um values are going up. Even if you have a Dunkin' Donuts mm-hmm. within a mile, your real estate values are going yeah. up. Oh or a Trader Joe's. Oh, Trader Joe's, my standby. There's a Trader Joe's. It's about 30 minutes away from here, okay. but that's, okay. and it's right around the corner from the Whole Foods. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. and, and they're, choices. Bas- they're basically in Jenkintown, which is a suburb uh, of uh, Philadelphia. It's not in Philadelphia County, mm-hmm. uh, Jenkintown. It's outside the county. So real estate values are more, which is why that's where the Trader Joe's is. You know, <laughs> There's also a Trader Joe's though in New Jersey, just about half an hour away in the oh. other direction. Ah. Oh, nice. So, nice. So you That's can get where I either. was last night on my way uh, on my way home. So okay. there's several Trader Joe's in the area. As a matter of fact, there's a Trader Joe's in Center City also. And if you shop there, you can get your parking validated with them. And uh, and oh. there's a whole there's two Whole Foods in Philadelphia also. You Spe- could either spend a ton of money in one store. And right. not so much in the other. And I <laughs> won't mention names. <laughs> or spread right. it out. That's right. right. Or spread it out. Yeah. Speaking Jean. of parking, what do you park when you're home? Uh, we have free parking in this development. Wow. Okay. So for you don't one, have trouble finding it's not a spot. Covered. It's not covered. No, there's no, it's not uh, regulated. Oh, okay. Good. You can have two cars. You can have two cars. Comfortable. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. You can and have it, two okay. cars. And it's, it's not extra covered fee. parking. No. It doesn't matter. No. No, no. Right, so and we don't have, have trouble a, uh, looking or, you know, like, like yeah, no, we no, are. no, mm-hmm. no, not at all. We have so it, um, it's a lot. It's yeah, a parking lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's not a lot because the development is kind of in a circle. Mm-hmm. So the buildings are all around the circle and the lot is around the buildings. Oh, okay. well, that sounds so great. Yeah. It's convenient. convenient. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's convenient. It's yeah. not covered, but it's, you know, but it's there. But you can only park there if, if you live in the building. Yeah, well, um, I've had friends stay overnight and mm-hmm. overnight a couple of nights is not a big deal. If it's mm-hmm. gonna be longer than that, the development asks the management company asks that you get a temporary parking sticker and you okay. have to have a sticker. Right. You I know, say, yeah. Okay. Other, okay. Otherwise you could be moved. Like okay. I said, if it's a couple of nights, I've never seen anybody moved. Never. <laughs> so it, it the development accommodates, you know, people with cars. Oh, so that's absolutely good. and there's plenty of extra parking mm-hmm. room. Mm-hmm. Oh, as wow. well, like, you know, there's room in front of our buildings for as many cars as we have. 
but then there's extra parking besides that. So let's talk about um, health care. Is it easy access and, you know, to where you are or Philly in general? Philadelphia has some of the best health care available in the nation. So I had uh, my right shoulder replaced, I guess it's eight or nine years ago now. And I had my left shoulder replaced about four years ago, three, four years ago. And I've had some knee issues. I just broke my hand about two months ago. (laughs) That was a crazy accident. I, I don't have... I stepped off a curb that I didn't, I didn't see the curb. I wasn't looking and I fell and put my hand out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there's urgent care all over the place. Mm -hmm. There's a hospital about two and a half miles from where I am. That's part of the Jefferson healthcare network. Jefferson has taken over most, not (laughs) all, but a lot of the hospitals. It's kind of between Jefferson and Penn Medicine, University of Pennsylvania uh, hospital system. And uh, I mean, I have a friend in Trenton who came to University of Pennsylvania for her heart operation that she needed. I have another friend who lives in Wilmington who came up to University of Pennsylvania for it. I mean, you can take the bus, you can take the train, you know, if you're not driving. And my surgeries, I went to Rothman Orthopedics. Rothman has not quite national, I guess, but up and down the East Coast, they have a lot of their orthopedic special specialists. They have an orthopedic hospital mm-hmm. here. It's just outside Philadelphia. It's 10 minutes from my house. And that's where I had my surgeries done. My doctor doesn't practice there anymore. He still is with Rothman, but at another one of their offices, that's maybe an hour away from me. But I went out to see him there when I knew I needed the other shoulder done. And he came out here to do the surgery for me. Oh, how nice. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's wonderful. And, and the nurses all asked me, they said, Dr. So-and-so's, Dr. So-and-so's here? Really? Really? I said, <laughs> You must be very special. And I said, I am very special. I am very special. Now he knows both my shoulders. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, they're, they're, they're fantastic. But I mean, that's just one of the, you know, one of the practices. I mean, Rothman is huge. Yeah. I mean, they have practices in uh, Florida, in New York, like I said, uh, uh, up and down the East coast, I think, but, but there are other practices as well, as well as a lot of the local hospitals. There are several hospitals that are close by here too. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. a pretty, you know, it's a pretty dense population in this area. So there's a lot of hospital and, and medical care available. In terms of social activities, you mentioned all the things available around the complex. Philly in general, for our listeners on the Midwest or further out um, who are not familiar, can you enlighten them? Enlighten us. Yes. Whatever you want to do, you can do it here. One of my favorite things, is, I love theater, not just your standard Romeo and Juliet or mm-hmm. Phantom of the Opera, which we have plenty of that. But I like independent theater as well. And Philadelphia has a fringe festival every wow. every year, usually about three weeks in September. And I missed it the last couple of years because of the pandemic, but yeah. they did hold it um, this year. Last year, it was all it was all virtual. I think they had a couple of things outside, um, but this year they did have some of the things were actually inside. And generally, they have about 200 different venues all over the city where they have theater. They have they have productions inside people's houses sometimes. <laughs> oh I love that. <laughs> there's some that they hold at Laurel Hill Cemetery, which is a really interesting place. I think it's on the National um, Historic Places. Some important people have been buried there. So that's 
that's some of the theater. Of course, there's opera, which has never been my thing, but it's here. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. <laughs> yes, um, a bunch of our guests, they love opera. So and, many of them. I can't Jean, believe it. Jean's like, it's not going to happen. Them. It's not going to happen. Them. That's great. I have a, a friend who sings opera. Great. Wonderful. Yeah. I'm glad. It's just not my thing. Yeah. I'm with you, Sarah. I'm but, fine. I'm glad to meet somebody's on my side finally. Yeah, no, it's just not my thing. <laughs> the Philadelphia Art Museum, yeah, of course, London, is world famous. The Rocky statue is right next to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there are tons of different museums in yeah. and around Philadelphia. I mean, the Mutter Museum, which is like medical oddities. Oh, I have not been there. Oh, we have to go to that. The <laughs> Museum, uh, which is in Doylestown, but it's not that far away. Yep. yep. Very interesting place. Lots of different, uh, even down to museums that are like museum at the University of Pennsylvania. They have Mm -hmm. their own museum. Uh, One of the things that Philadelphia is known for and maybe not known enough for is our mural, the mural arts program in Philadelphia. Mm -hmm. Philadelphia has more murals than any other city in the world, over 4,000 murals. Wow. Wow. And AARP actually just the other night had a a virtual tour of not the murals, but another one of our sites. It's like a sculpture garden called the Secret Garden. That's an inner city, outdoor, indoor. It's It's a very interesting place. But we have the mural arts program is phenomenal. It just everywhere you look, there will be a mural. Like I know. And that reminds me of the whole brotherly love, you know, that started the whole. Yeah. Yeah. All the murals. It's it's really amazing. Yeah. Just what about are there opportunities? And I know what the answer is, but I want to hear from you. Opportunities for courses, like whether it be pottery or ceramics, you know, things like the arts. And and is that easily accessible? Yeah. You have all those colleges around there. Do any offer for for seniors? There's the lifetime learning you can take courses for no credit at many of the universities. Again, this is for seniors. Anything that you want to learn or do. Right. Now, what you just mentioned was was like crafts. And I can't speak to that in particular, just because mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't have any doubt that that we have it. I just don't don't know personally about yeah. crafts. But I, I mean, when I when you. I Googled, I was just overwhelmed. So I know that it's there. I was just wondering in terms because the art scene is so big that comes in all forms and all media. Well, yeah, certainly, as I said, not just the art museum. I mean, Philadelphia is the home of the Pennsylvania Academy for Fine Arts, which is the oldest art school in the world. It's right down on uh, Broad Street. There's a museum there, there's sculpture. I just went to a show put on by some of the alumni. I mean, and every, you know, every possible type of art, there's a uh, fabric and textile yep. sculpture of all different kinds. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, pretty amazing. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I I make jewelry, mm. and I know there are a lot of jewelry artists in oh, Philly. Yes. So it's it's just friend who does too. Yeah, endless supply. Okay, so we so we know that the culture scene is is quite active and vibrant. Yeah, vibrant. But I have I have a related question. I'm a big mm. basketball fan. How far are you from the 76ers stadium? Oh, good question. Gee, if you're how long have you been a basketball fan? Uh since probably since you I was walk. born in 62, <laughs> probably about 1970. Okay, so you've heard of St. Joe's then. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> big five. Yeah, of course, yeah. of course. Uh, the sports stadiums are right off of I-95. Right, they're all together, yeah. And there's public transportation to get there, mm-hmm. which is the way to go. My development is about half a mile off of 95. Oh, wow. Nice. So if you want to drive, you just get on and 
get off. <laughs> you know? yeah. and it's right there. I mean, it's uh, it's uh, again, it's about ten miles. Oh, that's close. Driving. Yeah, that's about ten miles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And how far are you from the colleges? UPenn and Drexel. Mm-hmm. So University City is a section of Philadelphia mm-hmm. where University of Pennsylvania and Drexel are, in particular. And again, that's I'm going to say maybe twelve miles only because oh, wow. of the way you have to go. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. Joe's is on the other side of the city. It's in Philadelphia, but it's in uh, the Ballakinwood area, which is a little, which is a little further away. To get to St. Joe's, it would probably take a good hour to get there. And then there's, you know, Villanova is not in Villanova. I right. mean, it's in Villanova, it's, Villanova, it's not yeah. in Philadelphia. Suburb, yeah. Lada, Bryn Mawr. I mean, you know, there are schools mm-hmm. all over. Temple's in the city, right? Temple is in the city. Yep. About 10 miles. As a matter of fact, I've gone to Temple's dental school to have work done. And University of Pennsylvania also has a dental school wow. that right. is very well known. They're great. Yeah. I love it. And being yeah. retired too. Like I can take the time that you need if you're going to a dental school. Right. Instead right. Of- and they cost next to nothing. Next you know? to nothing. Yeah. Yep. yeah. Oh, is that? Yep. Wow. Yeah. Because our mm-hmm. dental school, I just retired from a university and and mm-hmm. um, my college has a dental program. And mm-hmm. well, the students need to get licensed and they need patients. So I think we charge like 10 a visit or something. So it's some, you know, oh, wow. nominal fee. But uh, you have good people. Yeah. You have the oversight of tenured professors and they're not going to let they're not going to let the students like freshmen touch anyone. <laughs> no. As a matter of fact, I went for uh, I went for some gum work. The people who worked on me were already dentists. They just weren't periodontists yet. Oh, so, wow. you know, they're already dentists, yeah. but they were learning more specialties. Yeah. Right. So, yeah. right. Right. To make uh-huh. more money. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Is Philadelphia a walkable city, would you say? Very much so. Very much so. I mean, it depends on where you want to go. Like, I'm probably not going to walk from here to St. Joe's. But maybe because the public transportation is so good, too, a lot of people don't have cars at all, depending on where you want to go. The center part of the city, the um, city hall, for example, the largest city hall anywhere in the world is <laughs> is at one point. And then, say, Chinatown is maybe five, six blocks from there. Uh, Rittenhouse Square is maybe five, six blocks in the other direction. Uh, when I go to the theater for the Fringe Festival, I usually drive down and park in one place. And then I go to all of the different venues that I'm going to, and I just walk to them. Oh, generally speaking. Nice. I mean, it depends on where you want to go, what you want to do. You know, certainly there are like South Philadelphia, for example, I'm going to say is probably three quarters of a mile to a mile, maybe south of the city hall. You know, it's your decision as to whether you want to walk a mile or not to get to places in South Philadelphia. It's very walkable. So it seems that Philadelphia is amazing because it's a city that has basically everything, but it's you don't have the tremendous cost of New York or San Francisco. Would you say that? Well, I would say that in general. Mm-hmm. I know that these days, you know, real estate is getting more and more expensive. And I know that Philadelphia is, has not been immune to that. But generally speaking, not the same kind, certainly not the prices that you would see in New York or San Francisco. It's kind of funny. We do offer so much of the social life. At the same time, there's a, I'm going to say, call it an earthiness about <laughs> Philadelphia. That's great. That, yeah. that is, is really, it's very human. You know, it's I very human. It. It's, it's not really sophisticated. Sophistication is there and it's possible. Maybe, you know, it is, but also 
there's no pretense. Oh, that's great. That's nice. That's nice. Well, it's, you it. know, it's it. well, people it's really say interesting. they come to New York and they get a mix of flavors. You know, they get people who will just poo poo them and then you get the friendly, but I've never heard New York really described as earthy. And I love that. I mean, that's right up Jean's alley, you know, oh, yeah. it, it's like, you know, we'll go to Woodstock and even Woodstock, there's some, you know, poo-pooey or yeah. whatever oh, type people, you know, definitely. and, and it's horrible because people think, oh, I'm going to go to Woodstock yeah. and everything is going to be peace and love, but you know, not it's, necessarily. It's funny when I was, I would hang out when I was a teenager, I hang out in the East village in New York. And now you go there, the crime is gone. You know, the hookers are gone. Darn. The drug addicts are gone. <laughs> the drug addicts are gone. And you go to these places and they look at you like, what are you doing in my store? Like, oh goodness. It's, it's just a crazy, it's, it's, it's insane yeah, to me. Yeah. yeah. I, I just well, don't understand. I mean, Philadelphia is not all peace and brotherly love. Of course. You know, it's not, it's not, it's a city. And we have our areas that, you know, are really no go zones. Um, And yet at the same time, I'm thinking one particular neighborhood is known for the drug use in that area. And yet there are many artists who have bought inexpensive housing in that area, buildings, and are trying to resurrect them uh, because, you know, they weren't that expensive can't imagine that neighborhood being gentrified. I'm not saying it's impossible. Right, right. I just can't imagine it ever Mm. happening. Right. But there's a dichotomy. There are people who really need a lot of help. And there are people who are are really not quite the opposite, but, you know, very easygoing, uh, self-supporting, you know, as I said, like artists, you know, at the same time. I mean, Philadelphia has issues with gun violence. Not generally in every part of the city. Glad to say, you know, my part of the city, it's it's not a problem. But there is there are some issues with gun violence in Philadelphia. Yeah, Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. More yeah. more the pandemic, especially, yep. you know, contributed gotten, to this. Yeah. You know, and it's not pretty. And they're working on it, too. They're working on it. But the council members that I've heard, uh, and again, ARP has, I think they call it coffee with your council person or something like that. I don't know. We've had several different ones with people who are really working, you know, on this problem. So I'm I'm glad to see that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, we have we have the same issues. Absolutely. I mean, look, it's a city. It's a city and it's just part of living in a city. Mm -hmm. You just need to be smart and need to know when to go out when I mean. We don't sit home being fearful of going out, but we know what areas to avoid because right. we just right. do and, after a while, you know. And you know what? It doesn't even matter that it's a city. The city just means that you have a denser population. True. So you have more you have more people. Yep, more but, opportunity. But yeah. uh, unfortunately, you know, drugs and violence are problems everywhere. And they're cultural problems that we have in this country because we do or don't deal with certain things. So Absolutely. We're yeah. not really going to go into politics here. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, yeah. in the meantime, these are problems that we have to deal with in general as a nation. So yeah. I mean, it's look, it's the same for the homeless population. We we have Absolutely. the same kind of issue and dichotomy as well. It's something that you need to, I, I don't even want to go into it because it's, it's something that's near and dear and I supported those it's organizations. Thing, yeah. Me too. Very sad, no, me too. right? It's very me sad. Too. So me too. But people, good people are working working at it. We'll see. We'll see. So, yeah. Okay. As a matter of fact, there's a great organization that my daughter and I just, we're pretty much deciding we're going to do the New York marathon next year. (gasps) 
All right. But to do that, but to do that, to do that. Well, thanks. Tell, tell me that when I finish. You know, but uh, to do it, you know, you have to um, raise money. You have to for guaranteed entry. Yeah, you have yeah. to raise money for a charity. So I'm gonna raise money uh, back on your feet, which is a an organization that supports the homeless partly through running programs. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. Yeah. No, they're very cool. And I've donated to them before in Philadelphia. I've donated like running shoes oh. to, to them. It's it's very, it's a really interesting program. But anyway. That's, that's great kind to of know. Great. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and the marathon yeah. runs um, right by us, so we'll be cheering uh-huh. you yeah. on. Gene <laughs> used why, to run until he had leg issues and knee issues, that, and that's, what have you. That's why we're going to do it because I have to do a marathon next year for various and sundry reasons. And my daughter wasn't going to do it, and she said, "But you know, Mom," she said, "There's one marathon that I'd really like to do, and that's New York because she used to cheer them on from Brooklyn, where she oh. lived. And she would cry every time she oh. cheered them on. I've been on the sidelines too, yeah, the New yeah. York marathon." And it breaks, it just, you know, it's just yeah. amazing to see yeah. folks. Yeah. And Absolutely. because I can walk it, because I won't run, I'll just walk. I'll walk. So. That's still 26.2, baby. Oh, yes, boy. it is. <laughs> yes, it is. And I'm excited That's about that. That's All great. Right, good. All right. To just bring this around full circle, I just want to come back to a question. It's just amazing to me. Which section do you live in again? I live Island? in Torresdale, East Torresdale. East Torresdale. T O R R E S D A L E, Torresdale. And in your complex, which is gated, you said mm-hmm. you can get a two bedroom, two bath for around two twenty five. Is that right? Yeah, that's two correct. two five. Wow. Two two five comma zero zero zero. Yes, that's amazing. What did you that's, write down? Two point five. No, I wrote two two five, but I just, I just want to make sure you never yep. know my hearing these days. Oh. And, and you're welcome. You're welcome to come and see it anytime oh, you'd like. You. You're welcome to come. Thank watch how you, you wish for. Take the train. Yeah. <laughs> hey, me. old as the seven. Old as the seven. We have so much in common. What's not and to you're, like? You're so close. You know. Yeah. What's not to like? I love it. All right. Well, good. Good. Anything else, Gene? No. But do you have any advice for anybody thinking of moving to sit to Philadelphia or to a city in general? Visit. Stay overnight. Like it's good to know if you have to if you have to drive into Center City every day. It's a good thing to know that you don't want to do that at seven o'clock in the morning. Yeah. Like it's okay if you can go in. One of my neighbors works at we call the Navy Yard, which has been a, an area that's been developed the the, the shipbuilding area, yep. and they yep. developed it into a light industry and offices. And the Gap, I think, is there. Urban Outfitters is there. Like, <laughs> oh, wow. it's it's amazing. So my neighbor works there right now. She goes in, she leaves home about 930 in the morning and she comes back after six at night. Okay. And then she doesn't have any problem with the traffic. Oh, that's great. Oh, because if that, you leave at seven, it's right. going to take Big you difference. an hour. An hour and 15 minutes probably to get there. Big difference. So, yeah, absolutely. So don't go in with your eyes closed, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Look around and talk to people. Talk to people. I think, you know, people are willing to talk about what they like and what they don't like. Some people are too willing, yes. (laughs) Yeah, right. Sometimes you don't really want to know. (laughs) But then there's the Wawa people, you know. (laughs) I love it. All right. Very good. Very nice. Very nice. Yes, Sarah, thank you so much. We appreciate, Welcome. so appreciate your time and all the information you've shared. This is such a good show. Great You're episode. Welcome. Yes. Thank city you. of brotherly love. We may be, be checking oh, yeah, it out. Gene, see, I told you. <laughs> sisterly love too. Sisterly, sisterly love. Too. Of course. Of That's course. Right. That's right. Okay. I know. I'm getting myself in trouble. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, Welcome. Sarah. Listen, stay in touch and we'll be in touch soon. Okay. Terrific. Right. Take care. Thank you. Bye now. Bye. Thank you. Bye. 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 B
We hope you've enjoyed this episode. If you know someone who's relocated for retirement and wishes to share their story with us, please reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. Our email address is gg at retirethere.com. Our website is retirethere.com, and you may follow us on Twitter at retirethere underscore. Now, if you've liked our show, please subscribe and rate it in Apple Podcasts. In the meantime, be well. Be well.